What is going on, Heaven to the F family? It is a new week, which means new guests, new testimonies. Um, yeah, hopefully new words of encouragement. I'm Christian Taylor, and I am a grace ambassador um, for, for Heaven to the F. Yeah, and I'm excited to, for all you returning guests, thank you so much. Thank you for your loyalty, for your follow. Um, and And for all those first-time visitors, thank you for... For giving us a chance, right? But heaven to the air is all about changing uh, how and, and what we celebrate and, and our views on, on what we celebrate. And ultimately, this is heaven over hell. Um, we're reaching out to athletes every week, entertainers, reaching out to individuals that they can just share their their walk. They can share their testimonies, the things they've overcome, and most importantly, focus on how God has brought them through. Um, and I think this is going to be so encouraging for, for everyone listening. Um, and, and I know I've received so much, uh, you know, even as a host. Heaven to the Air uh, um, started as an online retail company um, and and has branched out with the message, the, the, the message of the brand always be, being, you know, what we really celebrate, who we're really celebrating um, and spreading messages of hope, of joy, of peace, of eternal peace. Um, but with all that, as I said, with it being an online retail company, um, you know, they're all the products that they sell. And, and this is just to be daily reminders, hourly reminders, uh, weekly reminders of, of those things that can really give you, um, that uplifting spirit in, in maybe times that you need that extra strength. Um, so be sure to visit heavenstothead.com, uh, to, to find out what swag, what merchandise that you can get and, and have this around you, um, uh, to just give yourself, your coworkers, uh, reminders of, of who we celebrate, why we celebrate and, and, you know, what, what God's get grace really offers. Also, um, know that with every purchase, uh, heaven to the, uh, supports and sponsors for, uh, for missionaries. And, 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 and numerous amount of children, um, uh, across the world. Um, so know that every purchase is going to, to better the livelihoods of future believers, um, you know, planting seeds and, 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 um, really the livelihoods of, of maybe kids that don't know Christ. Um, and, and also, you know, beyond the kids, it's, it's, it's working with, um, corporations like Compassion International, Food for the hungry. So, you know, really, um, know that every purchase is going towards helping, um, our neighbor, right? Cause that, that's what, that's what we're called to do. So, um, with, with that intro being said, today we have two special guests, um, both very good friends of mine, Grant Holloway and Shawnee Miller Ubo, um, two stars in the sport of track and field. But as I always say, uh, the reason I'm interviewing these individuals really is not so much about what they do, but it's more about who they are. Um, and, and these two have, have a heart for, for God, have a heart for, for making change, um, in the sport and, and, and have also a heart for making change in the community, you know, making a positive impact that will actually have a ripple effect and pass that baton, um, leaving their communities, leaving the sport, leaving their, their universities, their training groups better than when they came in. And so, uh, with that, uh, energy, you know, I, I, I wanted to allow them to, to, you know, share this platform with me and, and just let them share their stories and, and, um, you know, what they're doing, what we can be praying over, but also, you know, as I said, how God has, has moved, 
um, you know, through, through their careers, through their lives and, and what it's like to live with heaven in view. Um, so our first guest will be Grant Holloway, uh, fellow Gator. So this is why I've got my orange on, um, today, you know, repping, repping that Gator orange. But, uh, Grant Holloway is, uh, mostly known now as, as, well, I guess maybe in my eyes, I guess, depending on if, you know, following the sport of track and field, um, how you see Grant. But Grant is, is a superstar all around, uh, 60, 400, uh, 110 hurdles. I mean, this guy can do it all. Long jump, um, a, a man of, of all crafts of, you know, so, like really extremely gifted. Um, but the reason I've, I've loved on Grant and, and admired Grant, uh, from the start is just his humility with him achieving so much from the beginning. He, he just always stayed grounded, stayed humble. Uh, we like to believe that's the Gatorade way. Um, so, you know, Grant, Grant went to jump to you. I'll put that shout out now. Grant went to the University of Florida as myself and, and, um, you know, again, with his accolades, he's, he is now, you know, the, the reigning, uh, world champion in the 110 hurdles. He's a Bowerman winner. Um, so the best collegiate, you know, athlete, um, during his era. So, you know, really a superb, uh, athlete, superb human being. And yeah, we're going to bring him on and, and see what he's got going on. So. Without further ado, Grant Holloway. CT. Grant, what's going on, brother? How are what's you? What's going on, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this for a, a couple of days, man. I think this is like a nice refresher, you know, going into trials, coming off big meat, you know, something, you know, just to, just to debrief and, you know, just to, really catch up with you. You know, I, every time I talk with, talk with you, you know, it's always, I try to sit back, relax, and also just see what's going on because, you know, man, you know, you're one of my role models. I think everybody knows that. So when you, when you talk, I listen. So I'm in, I'm looking forward to this so much. Thanks, brother. Thanks. I appreciate that. But I have to say the floor will be yours. Like I'm just going to be setting you up, but you know, um, though you, you are, uh, you know, a, a rookie, a young gun in the game, you know, I, I know that, you know, with the spiritual faith, we're all on, on different walks and all on different levels. And, and you know, from, from the young believers, um, to, to the old vet believers, you know, it's like we, we're all with this book, with, with this relationship, you know, we can all pour into each other and, and, you know, that all of us, right, have times of weakness, have times that we need to, to you know, have that, that, that brother pull us up. And, and, and so, you know, I'm excited, you know, to have this dialogue with you. Uh, first and foremost, you know, thank you, of course, for, for joining yeah, us at yeah. Heaven to the Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, so talk to us. Uh, you know, where are you? What's going on in your life? You know, you, you mentioned the trials are coming up. Uh, but, you yeah. know, how, how's your season been going? Everything's been, been pretty good, man. Um, I had a, I had a fantastic indoor season. Some people's books. I was able to break the world record this indoor season. 729, okay. Colin Jackson <laughs> had to go. But, um, I mean, um, honestly, you know, transferring from indoor to outdoor, and it's been really, really good. I think the biggest thing is right now is just, you know, like you said, just getting ready for trials. This will be my first Olympic trials. You know, I, I was able to go to, um, my first, well, not my first, but I was able to go to U.S. Champs in 2019 and, and, and be able to get second, make the team, and then a month later be able to be called a world champion, something you're, you're very familiar with, Big wow, right. But um, other than that, you know, this is my first Olympic trial, so I'm just trying to go there with the open mindset of saying, like, hey, I'm doing, I'm doing something I love. I'm doing something that I really care about. So let me just go there and not even try to put the pressure on myself. Just go out there like it's like a high school state meet, like it's SECs, like it's nationals. 
you know, at the end of, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the track meet, it's, I mean, at the end of whatever it is, it still says a track meet. So, you know, just really just going out there and just, you know, executing to the best of my ability. Cool, cool. Uh, well, I know this would be different than most of the interviews you're doing, right? Because a lot of them, a lot of the interviews you do are about track specific, like, yes. right? What's your prep been like? Uh, yes. How did you feel after race? Um, you know, but uh, again, I think this is an opportunity that you can kind of shine a light on, on your faith walk, right? So tell us, tell us about that. How has your faith um, what does that look like on, you know, through your platform? What does that faith look like? As you said, with the nerves now going into your first Olympic games, you know, how does faith impact your, your career? Oh man. I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's all I have, you know, at the end of the day, I have, you know, who I am as a person and the faith and then, you know, I'm in my word. So really, you know, walking with the faith, it's been, it's been really killer for me starting maybe, about three years ago, I really started to dive deep down into it and really trying to get in, get a hold of it. I mean, before I go to bed every night, I do my devotional and I have the time, you know, to pray with Katie. And, you know, I have the time to really just sit back and actually say, you know, all right, this is what's bothering me. Can How is there a way that we can fix it? And if we can't fix it, you know, just find a way just to pray on it. And I know sometimes we, we all, you know, steer away from our faith just because we just get so caught up with life. But I try to make it a point every night, you know, just to say a quick little prayer, even if it's 30 seconds, you know, just saying something, you know, be able to just to get everything off my chest. And, you know, leading, having that going into trials, I think it's going to be huge because it's like, all right, you did all the preparation, you're healthy, you're strong, you know, what more can you ask for? You know, so all you can do is really just, you know, sit back, pray on it and, you know, let, let God take the rest of it. Mm, that's good yeah because uh, again like right we get a lot of dms we get a lot of comments about uh, younger kids saying you know i'm I'm so nervous about a state championship yeah um you know i'm going into you know you, you know what it's like right yeah, exactly. regionals like this is this is the biggest thing and, and so i think it's, it's it's special that you hit on you know even at your level right like these things come but you just kind of sit back and like all right god that's all you can do you gotta let go and let god you know that's mm. the biggest thing um i think i actually heard that one from um omar mcleod another Great hurdler. You know, I think he was on his story and, you know, I think he just said, you know, sometimes you just got to let go and let God do whatever he needs to do. You know, whether that's, you know, being humble with a loss, whether that's, you know, getting the personal best, whether that's getting the season's best, you know, at the end of the day, you're always just working towards becoming, you know, a better man at the end of it. You know, that's, mm. that's really what I'm, I think everything that I'm doing now is preparing me for the next six, seven years of my life, you know, just preparing myself mentally as a man, mentally as, you know, a firm believer in God, you know, just finding ways just to continue just to keep that faith going and going and going. That's good, man. You touched on humility, right? And and this is um, something that I admire about you, right? I mean, every record, you've got every record. You <laughs> like, I've chased records for 20 years. You come on the scene, like collegiate out, out the way, American, like you just came in like full throttle, right? But one thing I, I love about you is just that sense of humility. Where does that come from, right? Because you, have, you would have the right. Everyone would be okay if, if you yeah. had the sense of pride. Why, how have you been able to stay so humble through it all? I mean, like, really through it all, is that it's, I think it is. I think it's who I am as a person. You know, I don't want, you know, the accolades to shine because at the end of the day, I could be out the sport just like that, and then nobody's going to remember me. They're only going to remember me as, you know, Grant the hurdler, Grant the long jumper, Grant the Bowerman winner. But at the end of the day, you know, I was always told by both my parents, treat, treat people the way you want to be treated. Whereas that's, if you don't like somebody, you don't have to like somebody, just respect them as a human being. And, you know, and that's the way that I always see it. You know, we, sometimes I get caught up in, you know, some of the, 
some of the hype and some of the and the BS, you know, that's going on in the world. You know, I get caught up of being an athlete, and sometimes, you know, athletes like to throw shot at other athletes, or you know, you're in that competition, and that one athlete that you don't like is 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 next to you, or behind you, or beside you. But you know, if I don't like you, I still have to respect you at the end of the day because you're doing the same thing that I'm doing, and I know how hard I'm working, I know how hard you're working. So, at the end of the day, let me the best man win. But you know, with everything going on, I really just try to, you know, I try to be remembered you know, based off my actions rather than, you know, the stuff that I do on the track. Yeah, that's, that's solid. That's solid, man. Now, thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Um, right. So with, with heaven to the, yeah, right. Where we talk about what we're celebrating heaven over hell, right? Because the, the we all grow up here and hell yeah, hell yeah. But there's nothing yeah. exciting about hell, right? Yeah. It's, it's actually the opposite. Like it's, it's hell. No, like heaven. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this is the message that, that we, we trying to transcend. Um, what, you know, if, if I tell you, you know, what is it like to live with heaven in view? You know, what, what does that mean, with, mean, I mean to you? At the end of the day, I, I think, I know I was baptized at a very, very young age, and it wasn't forced on me. I think it was something that I, you know, I told my mom and my dad, I was like, you know, I want to be baptized. You know, at that age, I didn't know what, you know, what baptism was until I got older, and I really realized, you know, that's something big. I mean, you know, at that age, you know, you start to hear a little bit, you know, you start to get, you start to flirt with God and God's word and everything like that. And I always remember, you know, I was right before I was getting ready to commit to Florida. I was originally committed to University of Georgia to play football. Oh, wow. And coaches uh, like Mark Rick got fired. The, Brian McClendon, one of the guys who recruited me, he left. Um, uh, all the coaches were just going in and out. They're all just, you know, just, just they're just in the rebuilding phase. And I went to church one day. It was like probably like two, three weeks before I was getting ready to tell the coaches, like, hey, I'm about to decommit and I'm getting ready to go to I, I was at the time I was flirting with going to Florida to play both sports. So I mean, I remember we were at church and literally the sermon was for me. You know, we always have that one sermon, whether if it's, you know, all right, I heard this sermon before, but literally I walked in there with the open mindset, like, all right, if this is how it's if this is how it's gonna be, let me hear let me hear it. And literally that whole sermon, I mean, like for the 45 minutes to an hour, I was just locked in the whole time. And like literally, I think the next day I called, um, I called the coaches, I decommitted and I called Coach Holloway and I told him, I was like, hey, I want to be a Gator. And then a week later on my birthday, I signed. And I mean, like ever since then, I don't want to say I came a firm believer in God, but I knew if there's anything that I needed or if there's anything that, you know, that was on my mind or, you know, that was that I was dealing with. I was able to say, like, look, this is what's going on. Give me a sign. Give me a signal. You know, show me something in, in my everyday life to let me know that you, you know, that you real type of thing. And, you know, I went there with an the open mindset and he gave me the answer that I was looking for. And I mean, like now the rest is the rest is history. Wow. Wow. OK, so you, you actually have that relationship, right? Yes. You're, like, you're going to yes. have to show me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, even that's bold. Even, even when I was younger, I was always like, if you're real, give me a sign. If you're real, mm. give me a sign. I mean, for, for everybody that doesn't know, I never made a junior team, youth team. My first world team was in 2019 when I won. Wow. And no, I, I think nobody knows that. And, like, literally, I mean, like, I'll be on the runway praying. I'll be in the blocks praying. If you're real, let me make this team. If you're real, <laughs> let me make this team. I mean, like, I never made the team. And But right. at the end of the day, it's like, I had to wait a moment for my moment. And I mean, like in 2019 and 2019, I had to literally dive across the finish line in order to make it. But then at the same time 
and uh, uh, two two months later, you know, I'm I'm going across the finish line in first with a world title. So I mean, like it's it's funny how it all works out. And it's funny how you know everybody's path is different. But I tell everybody I wouldn't change my path for nothing. I wouldn't change it for nothing. I mean, the trials that I'm going through, the trials that I went through, and the trials that I'm about to go through, I think it's everything that I that I ever wanted. You know, I mean. A lot, you know, it's always just a lot of doubt, a lot of, a lot of this, a lot of that. But at the end of the day, if you keep your faith, you know, you keep your word, you get, you got nothing to lose. Wow, wait a moment for a mo- for my moment, man. Yeah, that's, man. that's that's solid. I got it tattooed on me. I got yeah? tattooed. Okay, yeah. That's my. That's one. <laughs> so that's something that always said. Mm, yep, it's mm. always resonated with me. It's always resonated with me. That's that's good, man. That's good. Well, uh, before before we have you leave, it just it's just a few more things. Um. Yeah, you know, we, we always like to just share some love on, on the young believers and, and encourage, especially the youth, right? Um, got a big heart for the youth. Um, are there any nuggets, any words of encouragement um, that you could say, you know, through your walk that you would like to just, just maybe share with them? Yeah, so um, it's funny because I was watching um, I Am Athlete last night with um, Deion Sanders. Oh, right. So people who don't know Deion Sanders, he's probably, in my, in my opinion, one of the best dual athletes that to ever come through, you know, the world. Um he played. He was a All Pro, Hall of Famer, cornerback, uh, and then um, he played baseball as well. And on that show, he was like, "All right, you have the Hall of Fame, but you got on top of that, you got the Hall of Game." So the Hall of Game, the way he broke it down was, out of so let's use track and field for example, you got eight lanes. Out of everybody deserves like basically, I think the rule is for hurdling. I, Christian can break down the triple jump, but like if you run twelve seconds, you're kind of in the Hall of Fame range. Um, you have that, you know, you have that accolade because not a lot of people did it. But with the Hall of Game, you have only eight lanes and only eight people can, can get in those lanes. So for me, my goal is to be in the Hall of Game. You know, I, I want to be in the Hall of Fame. I feel like everything that I'm going to do is going to, you know, take me to get those steps to the Hall of, Hall of Fame. But at the end of the day, I want to be in the Hall of Game. You know, when when the, when when everybody's talking about the greatest hurdlers to come through, you know, you got the Lujan, you got Aries, you got Allen, you got David mm-hmm. Oliver. But those are four four people. Who's going to be in the next four lanes if, if everybody's going to see that race, if everybody's going to imagine that race? So that's something that really resonated with me. And ever since then, I think I got like a little source of motivation. You know, every day I go to the practice. Every time I go to the track for practice, every time, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready just to do drills, I'm always thinking about, okay, what's going to set me apart from everybody else? So, you know, I'm always just looking for, you know, that excuse to, to, get, to keep myself motivated. And I, it's funny, I was on the phone with my mom a couple of days ago, or maybe a couple of weeks ago. But um, she was just saying she's very proud of me, you know, always finding ways to stay motivated, always finding ways to, you know, keep that ball rolling. You know, some days we're all human. Some days we're, we're going to have those days where, you know, we're not really feeling it or it's not just in the, you know, in our cards. But, you know, for me, I always find ways to stay motivated. If that's me taking a couple of days off, okay, good. You know, let's refocus. Let's not get burnt out. But if that's me working hard for two weeks because I know I'm not going to be able to have the same, training circumstances or be able to have the same, you know, focus, you know, upcoming weeks, that's what you got to do. So, you know, I'm always just finding ways to stay motivated, you know, rather that's listening to podcasts or, you know, calling a friend like UCT, you know, trying to get that extra motivation, or if it's me, you know, declining a couple things so I can focus on myself, you know, always just finding ways just to stay motivated because at the end of the day, you got to take care of yourself or you can take care of others. Mm. That's good, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Grant. I love you, brother. My um, man, I appreciate yeah. you. All the best. Proud man. of you. Thank you for having yeah. me on the show. 
Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Stay healthy, you know, stay blessed, and, and we're going to be cheering for you, praying for you um, as you get, you know, these trials coming up. My man, all the best to you, CT. All right, man. We'll Peace, talk brother. soon, baby. Yeah, man. So, as I told you, I, I knew Grant would not fail. Um, fantastic human being um, all, all around. Please be sure to go follow Grant, check out Grant. Um, really, he, he's got quite a story. I, I just found out, you know, that he um, didn't even make a team before, you know, going to the Senior World Championships. What, what a blessing that is. God can, you know, I mean, think, think of the levels. Like, he, he just fast-forwarded and, and from the biggest stage, boom, right on top of the podium. So, you know, God, God can do it. Um, for all those uh, now uh, joining uh, this, this, this live, thank you so much uh, for being here. I'm Christian Taylor. I am a Grace uh, Ambassador for Heaven to the Yeah. Uh, this is a brand that is all about uh, sending a message of hope, of peace, of the gift of God's grace, and uh, living with heaven in view. We speak every week, every other week, to, to individuals from, from all walks of life, um, this week, we're speaking to tra uh, professional track and field athletes, uh, superb athletes, but also God-fearing, God-loving human beings, um, and, and just hoping that uh, you all can, can get a message of encouragement, a message of motivation that you can carry on throughout the week with that same mindset. Heaven to the Air is also an online retail-based company um, that, is, that is actually working throughout the world to, to help young believers uh, find Christ, um, to feed the hungry, and, and to really just love on our neighbors. So uh, be sure to visit heaventothead.com um, for, for all different merchandise swag uh, to have that encouraging reminder throughout the day, throughout the week, and maybe even a gift um, to give a coworker or family member um, to, to uplift them and, and, and maybe just give them that strength to, to get through whatever they're going through. Our next guest is going to be Shawnee Miller-Ubo, an Olympic champion in the 400 meters on a world record 300. I, I mean, the accolades, I, I could go on and on and on. Um, you know, I, again, track and field is what she does. I, I really admire her heart and who she is. Um, Bahamian national record holder. I mean, Jess, Jess has really... Um, just been a, a shining star for, for the, you know, for Bahamas as a whole, um, you know, almost for the Americas as a whole. I, I had the opportunity to run, um, you know, some relays with her, Continental Cup. You know, it's just been awesome to, to just be a fan, but also even, even a teammate. Um, so without further ado, we bring Shawnee up to the stage. Shane. Hi, Christian. Oh, <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having awesome. me. Awesome. Yeah, of course. Thank you for accepting. Thank you for taking the time uh, to do this. You know, this has been a real pleasure. Um, but I, I just think this is a great opportunity that that we can show showcase individuals in a different light. Right? We're always asked about track training preparation, but it's like, but there's more to it, right? There's more to our identities um and and i think this is a great opportunity because as a fan you know i i'm i'm really always over the moon to get to talk to you but you know as a christian as a family member you know i think this is it's awesome that we just get time to fellowship um so as as normal what's going on with you uh how are you um and and yeah what how are things preparing for the games um first off again thanks for having me on the show i'm so excited to be here um 
but everything's been going really well with me. Um, I really can't complain. I'm always one of those people who cannot complain with how life is going. Um, season has been going really great. We've been putting down a lot of great performances. And so now we're in the heat of training, um, getting ready for trials at the end of the month, um, like everyone is. Um, you know, I've been a little bit banged up uh, from training. Um, and so my last few weeks of training hasn't been what it should have been. But, um, you know, I just thank God um, always just for, for keeping me in it. And I know he's always going to see away from me. Mm, mm, that's good. That, that makes this transition very easy. So with, with, with times like this, right, when things aren't going as planned, um, you know, as, as we'd hope, uh, you know, how does your faith play into that? You know, talk to us about your faith walk and, and you know, how you implement this in your career. Um, faith has always been a very big part of my life. Um, from since a young girl, my, my parents have always kind of instilled that in me and, and walking in faith and always trusting God and always knowing that he's going to have a way. Um, and so I've, I've become this athlete that just kind of lets go of everything and, and just leave it all in God's hands. Um, and just completely trust him 100%. Um, even if things aren't really going well for me at the moment, you know, I know that, that he has a plan and a purpose for me. And so for me, it's just trusting him and knowing that he's going he's gonna to bring me through. So I'm, I'm one who never kind of panics. I know that, that God's going to see me through. And so I just continue to do what, what I can do. And, yeah, just trust in him. Mm, that's powerful. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I, I started um, – talking about from the intro and, and in between, you know, Grant and I's talk about being a grace ambassador, right? And, and one thing that we want to push is, is the gift of grace, right? What this, the peace that transcends through, through God's grace. Um, you know, when, when I talk about God's grace, how does this resonate with you? What does God's grace look like to you? What does that mean to you, you know, in, in helping you through this walk? I mean, I, I feel like it's as though it's a, it's a special feeling to know that you're unconditionally loved Mm. Um, to know that, that God is always going to be there with you, even through your up and downs, um, even through your lowest moments, through your highest moments. And so, um, you know, that, that's just one, one part of it that, that really kind of sits well with me, knowing that I have someone in my corner forever. And so um, I always know he always has his hands in, in everything that I do and everything that I do, I want to do for him. You know, and so um, I always try to go out there and be the best version of myself to make him proud because I know that he's always watching me and he's always, um, you know, hoping that I would make the right decisions and be the best, the best person that I can possibly be. And so, yeah, that, that's, it's always good to know that, that God is always going to be in the corner. That, and, and that actually leads me right into the next thing. Um, you know, so we, we ask uh, fans and followers to, to submit questions um, you know, of, of what we can ask. And, and you know, as, as you talked about, uh, again, what, what grace means to you, when you think about your legacy, right, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of things you want to achieve. I mean, you've got the world record, you've got the national record. Um, but, you know, from the Christian standpoint, you know, how, how what does this, what does your legacy look like? What are your legacy goals? How do you want to be remembered when, when you step away? Um, I just want to be remembered as someone that went out there and did their very best. Um, I think that's all that I can ask for. I know that that's all that God can ask for. Um, I know that God has given me this talent and I always tell myself that when my time is done and I stand up at the gates of, of heaven, I want to show God that I emptied out my jar and that I gave it my all. Um, wow. And I did my very best. And so that's one of the things that I always want to go out there and do every time I step on the track and also inspire others to, to also do their very best as well. That's all that, that anyone can ever ask for. 
that's that's solid but i I feel like that's a real 200 meter 400 meter mentality right like you just give it your all right (laughs) that's all you could do (laughs) so i think there's a lot of carryover with your faith walking and and you're you're sprinting right at the end you're like that's that's it you gotta pick me up because that's it oh my gosh especially with the 400 the 400 is such a such a hard event um training and competing but you know i i love it completely but um you know that's that's one of the hardest events and i'm I'm always one who's always talking to god as well and and i'm always like god this is gonna hurt i know it but i just need you to be with me <laughs> i need to depend on you and you just to pick me up and carry me when my legs get tired um but you know he's he's always been there for me and the reason that i even made it this far in my career is because of god and, and because of his grace and so i thank him all the time for it so so can i ask as you know as we're you know kind of going back and forth um so you, you've always been quite gifted, right? You, you're you're a, a naturally gifted at whatever you do, 100 to, I mean, it's it's not normal, you know, what, what you do. So it, it is obviously a lot of a gift, a lot of natural talent. Why athletics? Why track and field? How, how did this journey begin? Um, I, I, I always laugh and tell myself I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> a lot of my family did track and field. My granduncles they did track and field. My great-grandfather, he did track and field. Um, and so it was almost like a calling for me. Um, but my mom, she did softball, and I would always go to the softball fields with her um, and, you know, run around the bases. Um, and my parents just saw the talent in me, um, and they saw the speed that I had, and they just threw me onto the track, and it was something that I obviously just completely fell in love with. Um, at first, I started racing, like a lot of my cousins and um, on the streets, and I've, I've always been a competitor, um, and so, coming out on the track and being able to compete um, against some of the best athletes, it's, it's always been one of my favorite things to do. And so, yeah, I, I kind of didn't have a choice. Also, I'm not very good at other sports, so <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a choice. <laughs> uh, uh, it's honest. I appreciate your honesty here. This is an area, you know, no judgment. You know, I appreciate you just putting it out there. Um, yeah, so, so you know, I'd, I'd like to speak on something else that maybe uh, many, many fans don't know about, right? So we're traveling a lot. You know, there, there are a lot of um, different hotels. I mean, with COVID, now everything has changed. But prior to this, right, we're every every few weeks, every every few days, we're in another country. Um, you know, and, and, and in our faith, it's, a lot of it is community-based. How, how do you find that you can, you can create that sense of community, you know, when you're abroad? Um, it's just, just staying in, in um, the word and just staying in my faith. Um, even when I travel, um, I always find time for God. Um, and I always find time to, first of all, I'm one of those people who have like daily conversations with God. Mm. So um, that, that's one thing that I've, I've never forgotten with me. I travel and I compete. Um, but I also have a very um, Christian-based family as well. And so we're always calling and helping our devotions um, once a week. And so, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I just can't leave behind. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I'm I, I really understand that, you know, because it is difficult. Right. You know, because you, you really have to make with jet lag with like you do have to set aside time. But, you know, as you and Grant said, I mean, it, it is about that relationship. That's a beautiful thing for me about Christianity. Like it is a relationship yeah. Whether he's like I set aside 30 seconds to just say, Hey God, like I know you're here. Thanks for this day, or you you put it away an hour. But um, you know, it is just setting aside that time every single day. 
Yeah, and you know, even watching my my parents, especially my mom, growing up, I I always used to watch her just talking to God throughout the day. And you know, at that young age, I didn't quite understand it. And as I started to grow a little bit older, then I realized the importance of it. And that's what I'm saying. Like even now, with me, like throughout the day, I just like have random conversations with God. And, um, you know, just like thanking Him, um, just about every minute. I'm over there thanking Him and just talking to Him and and. Um, you know, just having a conversation because he really is our friend and he is really someone that we can talk to. And, uh, you know, just even if you just want to get things off your chest, just um, God is someone who's always listening to you. And he, I mean, he's there to, to, to be on, on your side and, and just listen. Mm. So so now like pre-race, right? So we're, we're getting into the competition, but you talk about like, you know, you do all the preparation. This at some point, you just gotta let go. Is there a playlist? Is there is there a song? Is there a scripture um, that you that you really hold on tight to? Like, okay, now this is it, and then I let go. Um. Well, first off, I I have a song each year that I listen to, like one main song. Feel free to sing. Like, also, again, <laughs> the floor is open if you just want to drop. <laughs> um. I, I, okay, so each year I've, I've had like a main song that I listen to, um, and okay. I have it on replay when I'm warming up. And um, this year, last year it was Cycles, and this year it's been Gracefully Broken, Jacobs. And um, that's just one of the songs that I'm, I'm one that I love to stay calm before I compete, and so I love to, like I said, speaking with God and. Um, obviously, Christian music is one of those that, that brings me close to him, especially when I'm about to compete. And so that's one of the things that keep me sane. Um, and also, right before I go into the blocks, I always tell God, I'm like, God, I've done what I can do. I leave it all in your hands. And mm -hmm. I just get ready to go from there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. I, I was really hoping I could indirectly kind of pressure you to sing, but, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you know, one of, one of the last things, you know, uh, again, um, you know, is is there something through your walk, you know, as you said, I mean, you had you had basically a prime example, you know, you watched your mom, her relationship with God, you know, and, and this, this actually started to come through you and, and, you know, having these talks, you know, just talking with God throughout the day, um, you know, instead of set aside time, it's like you're actually walking with him. Um, you know, is, is there something that you would like to pass on to the the next generation, something that you can uh, almost a word of encouragement for, for someone that may not know God or, you know, is very new to this. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I would always tell them to first and foremost, keep God first. Um, he's never going to leave you astray. Um, and he's always going to be there with you when times may seem rough. Um, just depend wholly on him and, and know that he's going to bring you through. Um, and, yeah, just, just trust in him at, at all times. Um, if you ever need a friend to talk to, he's always going to be there for you. Um, know that you're never alone. And yeah, God is, God is always going to be there for you. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, and, and I think in these times, especially like with COVID, right? Like we've, we've had to be distant. We've had to be, you know, that, that, that is one of the things of the devil, right? To, to really divide yeah. um, and, and to set us apart. And, and there's been a lot of, uh, people feeling alone, um, you know, and so almost having that in the back pocket, like, you know, even if I, I feel alone in this room, like yeah. I'm not. Yeah, know that you're not. Know that he's always been, he's always listening. Um, yeah, and I guess the last thing, uh, I, you know, I, I'd like to say, you know, how how did you deal with, right, this, 
the last 18 months, right? So things, uh, you, I'm sure the carpet felt like it was just pulled from under you. How, how did you deal with the pandemic? You know, what was your faith walk through this? Uh, Olympic Games being postponed, you know, how did you handle this? Um, I, I, like I always say, I can't complain. Um, I don't think that the, the pandemic affected me um, as bad as, as it did others. Um, and so I can't complain along that side. I'm just blessed to to be able to walk through it um, and still be here to this day. Um, but as far as with the Olympics, um, that one was a bit of a tough cookie to, to bite. Um, obviously, I mean, and that's for a lot of athletes. Obviously, this, this was the best decision that could have possibly been made. Um, so I'm not going to complain along that line. But I was ready last year. I was, I was really ready, um, I think, before this year, that was my, my hardest year I've ever trained. Um, the most effort I've put in, um, you know, just like fully taking on um, different tasks and, and actually trying to understand uh, what it is that I do in the sport and try to be a better athlete overall. Um, but I thank God so much because sometimes things happen and we don't quite understand why, um, but you have to learn to trust God. And I just took this as a moment to say, this is a time that I can use to get better. Um, I might think that I was at my best then, but with the time stalled, I think that I'm going to become a better athlete now with, with, with this extra time. And so I've taken this time to um, go a little bit deeper and um, try to uh, figure things out a little bit more and put things together as, as best I can. And I think that this year, um, you know, things are, are actually going to continue to fall into line. And so I'm, I'm very blessed in that line of, of having extra time. You know, I don't, I don't see it as, as something that's bad. I, I always look at the, the positive sides of it. And I, and I was able to learn a lot more and, and put a lot more effort in this season to, to bring out better results. So I'm very happy with it. Well, yeah, that's, that's definitely focusing on the silver lining. Because um, as you said, like, it's just that uncertainty, right? Like last year, you were ready. You were like, you and Lance had, had everything lined up. Um, and then it's like, okay, one year from now, right? So, um, you know, I know we've all had to be resilient and flexible. And, uh, but, but with that planning, like that's, that's very challenging for the coach and the athlete and yeah. even your team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate you shining a light on that, uh, you know, being, being very real. Like, yeah, I was ready to go, and, you know, now we, we see what happens. But I'm, I'm sure that, you know, you're for sure in good hands. You're going to be ready to rock it as usual, um, cool. reigning champ. So, you know, that's, that's pretty awesome to hear and say. Um, but, of course, yeah, Shane, you know, I want to respect your time. Thank you so much for this. You know, it's great to see you. And, and we absolutely wish you the best from heaven to the end. And everyone on, you know, uh, we just want to see you soar and, and just, you know, live, live like with God's grace. Thank you. And thank you again for having me. It's such a pleasure. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. All the best. Christian. Bye. Bye. Wonderful. Thank you so much, um, Shane. Always a pleasure. And be sure to, to go visit Shane. Um, you know, again, uh, a star, a star through and through. Um, yeah, we've got uh, some extra time on the end. So, you know, I would love to just open it up, see what you guys are, you know, have to say or any questions. Um, you know, again, if, if, if things feel right, you know, maybe we can even, um, open it up and see if, if somebody wants to, to join us for, for the last few minutes. But, you know, again, I appreciate all you 
coming on. Hopefully there was some, some nuggets, some, some words of encouragement that, that you all received. Um, and, and just to hear how, how these athletes deal with, with being to the top, dealing with, with the, 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 the pandemic, the, you know, difficulties that life throws never told us that it was going to be easy. Um, but he has, he has equipped us with it, right? And he has equipped us with the strength. He, 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 will, he will never give us more than we can handle. Um, you know, and so here in Shawnee, knowing that the peace that she goes into a race with, you know, there, there is a gift of peace. There's a gift of eternal peace. That, that is what God's grace is all about. Let's see. Oh, I, wow. Okay. A lot of, a lot of 242, a lot of Bahamas um, in the chat. Let's see if, oh, cool. We even got some, some people wanted to join. Let's see. Let's see if Darius wants to join, maybe has a testimony. Hello. Darius, how you doing? Good, and you? Good, good. Thank you for joining us. Um, yes. How are things? You, you got a testimony you want to share? Something, um, you know, God has brought you through? Yeah. Sorry I'm doing this, but I'm washing my hair. But um, I definitely wanted to... Um, say that I definitely see her on her standards of how she um, ran and how she believes in God for everything. And as for me, I did somewhat of track and field, but it wasn't for me at the time, but I am a cross country runner. So when I actually run, I, I do get nervous, but the main thing is, like I said, I focus on mainly how God has brought me through it, how he has brought me from it. Cause at first I, personally did not like baseball, basketball, or even football. And I mean, for me, I have very long legs. So for me, I just felt like it was for me to try track and field. But then again, it wasn't for me. I had to find something that fit for me. So I just wanted to know if you had any advice on running or um, how track and field athletes will overcome their fear of just becoming more available and opening up to how they can pursue their careers. Yeah, I, I think it's wonderful that you asked this because very similar to, to what Shawnee said. I mean, for, for our walks, it became what we were just good at, right? So she uh -huh. said she tried softball. I tried football. You know, obviously, you yeah. see, I didn't get the size. I tried basketball. I, you know, I, am, I got long legs and stuff. So there was a lot of things that people said, you should do this. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to have a level of peace uh, when, you, when you're walking in almost the direction you should be walking in doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. This doesn't mean that there's going to be resistance, there's going to be hard times, but there will be a sense of peace on your shoulders and, and also having that dialogue, right? Praying about it, going to God and being like, is this what you want for me? Is this what you want for my life? You know, like, it, we, we, yeah. we're not supposed to be fearful, we're not supposed to have the spirit of fear, but, you know, being very worldly, like, it, it happens. Sometimes you can be anxious, sometimes you can be fearful, and I, I believe as our father wants us to come to him and say, exactly. I'm unsure about this. Like, I'm bringing this to you. Help me come through. You know, and, and that's what Shawnee just said. She said she listens to that song. Then she lets go, let go and let God. Grant said the same thing. I do all the preparation. I do everything I can. But then at some point, I just have to let go and let God. And, and this is what I would pass to you. Exactly. And um, when, when you say that, like, for me, when I run cross mainly, I... I work my hardest, but then it's like when I get out on the field or whatever that I'm trying to run, it's like, I don't know. I have that good motivation, but then it's like when I'm running, I just have to have 
keep having that motivation to keep running because it's like, like you said, your legs will get tired, but I know the joy Absolutely. of the Lord is my strength. So it's like, you just got to keep moving. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You, you, you preach it right now. That's it. <laughs> just hold, just hold on to that. Yeah. Well, no, I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, thank you. Thank you for that. And, and I wish you all the best in your season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right, let's see, let's see. So um some questions that, that were sent in. Um we've we've got questions from from Sue uh to, to to say, you know, when you get when do you get time to de-stress? Um and uh -huh. and also um uh you know fill up. Uh you know, I would say in, in my personal walk, um, you know, when I when I get uh time to when I get time to to de-stress, you know, I I try to make sure that I honor the Sabbath. You know, I I try to really make sure that you know on 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 one day a week that I'm really just saying I I'm just going to to sit down to to um you know sp spend time in the Word, uh, worship, you know, just really dive into this um and 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 try to to de-stress, but also just connect deeper with God um in my in my personal walk. Um, you know, that's been that's been really helpful for me. And then filling up, you know, just just as as Grant was talking, you know, just just tapping into different sermons, tapping into to different passages, you know, because sometimes you can you can hear a word and, and you know, I can read a scripture and, and I've got a Bible study group, you know, with with some of my training partners and and, you know, um, guys across the country. And, you know, they, they just say, you know, hey, you know, check this out, read this, you know, sometimes it, that can be a word that they, they didn't even know, you know, they were just, they were just sending it out to me, but you, I, I would really recommend that, you know, if you, if something's on your heart, if the Holy Spirit is putting something on your heart, you know, don't be afraid to, to send that scripture out. Don't be afraid to, to send that message out, uh, words of encouragement, because that can make a difference. Um, well, thank you. Thank you, everyone, uh, for, for joining us uh, at Heaven to the Yeah. Um, it was a real pleasure. Grant and Shawnee, thank you uh, for accepting being the, our guest and definitely be on the lookout for next week. Uh, we, we will be back trying to um, share love, share hope um, and and spread the message of God's grace and living with heaven in the view. I wish you all a blessed rest of the week and uh, see you next week. Thanks. Oh,